Episode 3. Reality. What is reality? This is a question that has been right at the core of philosophy for, well, pretty much since the beginning of philosophy. Ancient philosophers from the cradle of civilization put our reality as one ruled by gods, an idea that would hold the test of time for thousands of years, until science would begin to take hold with devices and techniques for explaining the things in the sky to the weather and how to predict it. Now, most of the world has been explained through science, but there are some corners of reality us philosophers can still set foot through and explore. Things like the nature of reality. Science is yet to be able to prove that what we see does actually exist. Furthermore, science has yet to divine a purpose for it. Why do we exist? Surely all of this isn't for nothing, right? Today we are going to delve deep into existence and probe around and see what we can learn. To start, let's get a working definition of reality. This is actually rather difficult. It's kind of the opposite of the infinite, though. It's easy to understand, but rather difficult to put into words. Reality is all around us. Everything we see and can touch. As well as everything we cannot see and cannot touch. All things. Everything and the nothing in between. So reality is everything. So let's start with the first question. What is the nature of reality? Why are we here? This is a question that has been asked many, many times and has many different answers to. And for all of human existence, we've fought entire wars over this very question. So to the devout among us, we exist to serve or respond to a god in some way. To the nihilists, there is no purpose. To the hedonists, we exist to observe and enjoy the pleasures of this world. We all fit somewhere on this spectrum. The truth of it is, though, honestly, we cannot prove or disprove any of these. So the rational answer is we don't know. I'm afraid I don't have anything further to add here. But this is beyond rational thought. So let's go beyond what is rational and jump right off the cliff here and ask, how can we prove reality to be, well, real? How do we know when we come out of that abyss of the mind to test our knowledge that reality is even real? Well, to start, there wouldn't really be any way to prove reality to be real, since all the things we could possibly devise, all the devices and tools we could measure reality with, would be made of the same stuff, reality. So how could we trust our own instruments and devices if they're made of the same material? Couldn't they just detect themselves? So in order to test this, we would have to measure reality with something unreal, or at least from another reality. So since we cannot do this, we need to do some peripheral thinking here. That is to say, we need to think outside of the box, outside of our own reality. So let's assess reality. If it's not real, then that means a few things need to be true. If we look at sci-fi, tangent note here, if you're looking for some serious philosophical ideas, take a look at science fiction. Writers like Asimov and Orwell, just to name two, have some incredibly deep philosophical ideas. As an example, what separates humans from machines? I mean, Asimov was pondering the implications of AI, that is artificial intelligence, and its effects on what it means to be human, way back in the 50s. Back on topic though, science fiction works can give us some interesting ideas about what reality, or what a reality outside of our perceived reality would look like, and can submit some answers as to why reality isn't real. One example of this is the mindscape idea. So if you're a self-centered person, this one's going to be pretty easy to understand. If 
for those of you less self-centered, it's going to be a little more difficult to grasp. The idea is basically that no matter what everything you experience, for one reason or another, is a product either of your own mind or for your own mind. So under this concept, I don't actually exist. What you're hearing now, or any time you hear my voice, or see me, is the only time I actually exist. Now it doesn't matter how this is done right now, we'll get to that. The point is, it's all for your benefit. When I, well, when anyone, everyone, parts ways with you, they cease to exist. Whenever you next meet them, or next hear their voice, or even hear of their actions, it is all either the product of your mind, or a product for your mind. That is to say, for your benefit. Now, there are many reasons for this to occur, but the general idea is it happens to reinforce your grounding in this fake reality produced for your mind. That is to say, to keep you believing and stop you from questioning whether reality is real or not. So that's one idea. Another popular idea is the idea of mass delusion. The idea for one reason or another, by one method or another, we are all part of the same delusion. That every tree breeze and rock isn't there, but we only perceive it to keep us in a mass delusion. Jury's still out on whether the animals are part of the delusion or not. I've heard convincing evidence for why they would be and why they wouldn't be. A good example of this, though, would be the Matrix. In the Matrix, it's all a computer program, but I've heard this concept being achieved through other methods. A third concept is that none of us are actually real. None of us are more real than the rocks I described earlier. That there is no real physical body outside of this reality. It's similar to the mass delusion concept, but instead of us all being, a del- or being in a delusion, we are the delusion. That we are all, in one way or another, just as fake as anything else. So basically it boils down to one of three outcomes. Either the world is all for your benefit, or we all coexist in this fake reality together equally, Or finally, it's all fake, including our very consciousness. So this doesn't get us any closer to proving or disproving whether reality is real or isn't real. However, this does open more doors to explore. Now we can look at how this is achieved. So if it is all centered around you, there are a couple of reasons why you are the only one to actually exist. Why the whole universe revolves around you. Now before you get on a high horse and think you're the center of the universe and that it all revolves around you, the first reason is because you're insane. It's perfectly reasonable to assume that you are actually strapped to a bed right now, somewhere in an asylum, prattling on about cheese, and that all of this is just in your head. Going back to the computer program idea here, it's possible that this is all the optimum combination of events and information to make you complicit and keep you believing you exist. Now again, the reasons for putting you in this fake reality aren't important just yet. We'll get to that, don't worry. One of the mass delusion concepts is, of course, the Matrix idea, that we are all in some sort of simulation. Another idea is the collective psychic dream. So again, we can really boil this down to one of three options. Either it's a biological event, it's a simulated event, or it's an involuntary accident. Now that we have a little more information again to work with, Let's start looking at reasons for this now. Well, there is the idea, again, back to sci-fi, like the old movie Total Recall, all of this is some sort of self-induced, voluntary, 
paid for experience, that we signed up for it. Also on the simulation side, there is the idea that the world has become, for one reason or another, a terrible place, and that this was a voluntary or self-induced forgetting of reality in favor of a better fake one. And this can also apply to the individual or the mindscape idea I outlined earlier. Another option is that we were forced into this delusion. This is depicted in the Matrix as we are used as batteries to power the machines. But again, I have heard of aliens or it being an experiment. For the accidental concept, I have heard ideas ranging from a, a global military test project to a telepathic psychic wave. However, during my extensive ponderings in the abyss about all of this, I noticed something all of these reasons have in common. Did you notice it? Go ahead and pause and reflect if you're able to and would like to. What I noticed is that none of these scenarios that explain why reality isn't real ends particularly well, whether voluntarily or accidentally or even coerced or forced. None of these outcomes have a particularly cheery end result for proving reality false. At best, you wake up and everyone you have ever known, your kids, your parents, your spouse, are all fake. At worst, you trigger a shutdown protocol in some sort of giant worldwide simulation that effectively kills everyone in existence, including yourself. There is no good reason to come out of a simulation. I mean, even if it was voluntary, then that means most likely you were trying to escape a horrid reality or that this is a vacation from your actual reality. If you were forced, then what do you think is going to happen to you when whatever it was that put you in there, or in here, finds out you're awake? I think the best answer to whether reality exists or not, whether it's true or not, the best answer is yes. Yes, reality is real, and there is no reason to think otherwise, and that we all very much love our reality. I sincerely hope you have enjoyed this episode, my analogies, comparisons, and conclusions. If you have any questions, concerns, or ideas you would like to share, please check out my Facebook group, Beyond Rational Thought. And for those of you listening on YouTube, feel free to comment below and leave a like if you enjoyed the show. Also, if you're listening on YouTube, you can get the episodes a week earlier if you look up Beyond Rational Thought on Podbean, CastBox, or Spotify. Be sure to tune in next time as we delve a little more into political philosophy as I explain some of the finer points of socialism, the left wing, and also look at uh, what citizenship means and civic duty. Thank you again for listening. My name's Lincoln Mars, and this is Beyond Rational Thought.